0: CHAPTER 1. CHANGE YOURSELF. GOING FROM STUCK TO UNSTUCK. Harriet opened the conversation by saying, Look, we were quite disappointed with the workshop, and I think this is feedback you need to take seriously. As Harriet detailed her dissatisfaction with the program, John, who managed client relationships for his firm, was fuming inside. All of her criticisms, all of them, were things he had warned her about ahead of time. She said, John, the session was too short. John steamed, recalling that when he had inquired about running a longer session, Harriet had said they could not give the topic more time. Harriet continued, saying, You know, the junior staff was intimidated and didn't want to participate. When John had asked about dividing the group according to seniority, she told him that her marching orders were to keep the junior and senior staff together. And to make matters worse, she hadn't let John interact with any of her senior managers one-on-one. She had insisted on being part of every phone call and meeting. This meant that John had no opportunity to sidestep Harriet. Her meddling in the design of the workshop had made things much harder and had negatively affected the final outcome. After delivering all of the negative feedback, Harriet paused, obviously giving John a chance to respond. He wanted to speak up but he was afraid of antagonizing his client. Now what? John was stuck. John's situation is one we can all relate to. You find yourself in a dynamic with someone important to you, a client, a manager, a colleague, a family member, where you don't know what to say or do. You may be stumped as to how to respond, afraid of sounding too aggressive, or fearful that being honest will make things worse. The good news is that you are not alone and that there is something you can do to get unstuck. Defining Stuck Situations Being stuck, in this context, is not like being stuck in the mud, unable to move. It's more like being caught in a maze, running in circles, where all of your motion somehow doesn't lead to progress. You just don't know how to respond in a constructive fashion. Not only do you not see how you can make it better, your attempts to make it better just make it worse. You have the feeling that there is simply nothing that could make this situation go differently. Consider the following example. I was at a party at a friend's house chatting with a woman I had just met. Her name was Wendy, and she asked me what I did for a living. When I told her that I coach people on how to communicate, collaborate, and negotiate more effectively in their most challenging situations, Wendy proceeded to tell me all about a difficult situation she was having with a colleague at work. Kevin, a peer of hers, would always find a way to avoid working late or on the weekends. He managed to duck most difficult assignments, which somehow ended up on Wendy's desk. In general, Wendy felt he was not doing his fair share of the work, and she was left picking up the slack. She tried to politely raise the topic with Kevin, but got nowhere. Wendy asked me for my advice, and we had the following conversation. Me. What happens when you try to talk to Kevin about sharing the load more evenly? Wendy. It doesn't go well. Me. What does he say? Wendy. He gets defensive. He tells me not to micromanage him and that it's none of my business what time he goes home. Me. How do you respond to that? Wendy. I usually tell him that people perceive him negatively and that it's not good for his reputation to be seen leaving early. Me. And? Wendy. He tells me that he is getting his work done, so there is no problem. Me. Is he right? Wendy. Yes and no. He is very efficient and does get his work done, but I can also work quickly and so can other people at the firm. It's not as if people get their work done and then just leave at 5 o'clock. If you can take on more work, you do. It's only Kevin who leaves so early. Me. Did you tell him that? Wendy. Not in so many words, but I did say that everyone is working hard and everyone wants to go home, and he should think about other people's workloads, not just his own. Me. What about raising the issue with your manager? Wendy. My manager doesn't care. She said that she tries to balance the load among the team, and she does not monitor what time Kevin leaves, as long as he gets his work done. Me. And what do you think about that? Wendy. Well, in principle, that makes sense. But it doesn't work in practice. It's not always clear how long...